Welcome to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. I'm your host, Dwan Menton Twyford. I'm America's most sought-after real estate investor. I am so excited that you are here with me today for another episode in my summer series. So as you know, I'm doing a summer series. This is a whole bunch of podcasts, and they're only 10 minutes each. So everybody's got time to jump on for 10 minutes and and actually, once I have a few of these out there, you can just kind of binge them and go through them. They'll be on YouTube. So you can watch all this cute wonderfulness if you don't want to just listen to it on your phone or however you listen to your podcast. Uh, but I'm on YouTube, so always super cute to watch me. Okay, and my new YouTube channel is, it's kind of long, but it's called the Wonderful Real Estate Investing Channel. So I got all the, the names and my title to my my show. Okay, so we're going to start off. Uh, always we read a couple of five-star reviews. And if you would like me to read a five-star review of yours, you just have to leave one. And I will eventually get to all of them. Look at this. Pages, pages. I have so many. I have, um, I don't even know, like maybe close to 2,000 or something now. I have uh, a lot. I have a lot, a lot, a lot. Okay, so this one is from James Villaf... Oh, I hate when I murder names. Uh, James Villafane, we're going to say, five stars, says, wealth of business experience. There is so much we can learn from every episode. Dwan and her guests take deep dive into business, investing, and social media with tips that we can use right away. Thank you, James. Next one is from Catherine Nagel from the United States. Five stars. Fun and carefree. She is so inspiring, brilliant, and kind. I love that she brings the most expert-level guests on her show, and the episodes are so inspiring and motivating. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I always love reading reviews. And again, if you would like to have your review read, you just have to leave one. All right, let me get back and get my note paper. Hang on. There we go. Too many papers laying here. I'm sitting on the couch, so I've got stuff sprawled all over here. I have, like, done the full-on spread out. All right, so we're talking about um, will the real estate market crash. And yesterday we were talking about the difference in the payments when you have just a slight, well, not a slight, but an increase in interest rates. So, again, yesterday, we were just working off of this number with a $200,000 house at 3% interest. The payment is $843.21. Now, you take the same $200,000, the exact same $200,000, and you do it at 6% interest, which is double the interest rate, but the banks have now started doing 40-year loans. So if you're like a couple and you're 30 years old, you're going to be making payments 30, 40, 50, 60, 70. 40 years of payments. Now, when you increase the interest rate to 6% and go to 40 years, the new payment is $1,100, actually $1,100 even, and 43 cents. So you borrow 200000 but you pay back, just listen, listen how much you pay back. You pay back $528,210. You pay back $528,000. Like, that is highway robbery. 
Okay, so the bank now makes $328,000, $210 on you. So just by increasing the interest rate and extending it to 40 years, they more than triple the amount of money that they made. Now they double the interest rate, but they triple, triple what they make. Now I did not figure it out at 30 years, so I'll do that before the next show. So you can just go on Google and Google a, a mortgage calculator and it'll pull up and you can type in a payment amount, you can type in an interest rate and then you can amortize it over uh, 20, 30, 15, whatever, 40 years and you can see what it is. But what happens is, and this is, I think this is the first time, I think this is the first time I'm aware of that the banks have been giving out 40-year mortgages. I mean, they've been doing it for the last few years, but it's not the standard. The standard has always been get a 30-year mortgage, and if you want to pay it off sooner, you get a 15-year mortgage. And then, of course, you can always pay it off by ex making additional payments. But the standard now is really pushing people to do 40-year mortgages. But the reason is they're able to double your interest rate so your payment goes from eight, basically what was around eight fifty to eleven hundred. So eight fifty is like nine fifty, a thousand fifty. So it's eleven. So you're like, oh, well, it's only two hundred fifty dollars. It's not that big of a deal, but that's over forty years. <laughs> so when you shorten that down to thirty years, it makes your payment quite a bit higher. Now, if you're able, the first one, three percent interest for thirty years, eight hundred forty-three dollars twenty-one cents. If $843 is all that you can afford, like that is, this is what I can afford, $843 a month, because you have to do principal, uh, that's interest, principal and interest, you have to add taxes and insurance. So taxes and insurance, that might make your payment $1,100, let's just say. Okay, then this is going to depend on where you live, what the uh, insurance is, if you live in you know, a flood area, fire, natural disaster, uh, tornado alleys. It's just going to depend. Your, your in insurance is based really on where you live. Uh, like in Florida, we have a house in Florida that is less than one mile from the beach. So there's a highway, I-95. So if you live on this side of I-95, your uh, insurance is this. And if you live on that side of I-95, which is literally, I can see it from my subdivision, uh, it's like half the price because we're in the hurricane flood zone. So it costs a lot of money. So the banks are trying, so let's just say $843 is all you can afford. That's it. Period. No matter what, that's all you can afford. So instead of buying a $200,000 house with a 6% interest spread out over 40 years, if that's the maximum mortgage payment that you can afford, what that does is that forces you to buy a cheaper house. So now maybe you have to buy a house that's 150,000. And you're like, well, Dwan, that's not that big of a difference, 200,000 to 150,000, that's not a huge difference. But here's the problem. The difference of $50,000 can put you into a completely different neighborhood. And maybe the neighborhood over there that has $150,000 versus the neighborhood over here that has $200,000 houses, maybe that's not a neighborhood that you want to live in or it's not, it takes you out of the school district or it takes you too far away from whatever it is or whatever it is. It could be the neighborhood, the safety, it could be the uh, level, is it a type 3 or a type 4 neighborhood? We, you know, we do neighborhoods out of 1 through 5 
One is like if a bomb goes off, it looks the same. Five would be like, you know, fancy. So that $50,000 spread can make the entire difference of what kind of neighborhood that you want to live in. So what happens is people don't want to move into a lesser class of a neighborhood. So what they do is they don't buy anything and they rent. And that's where we're at today. People are already slowing down on buying because they don't want to have to move neighborhoods. And when they slow down on buying and they rent, what happens to the rent? We're going to talk about that tomorrow. So make sure you go to dwanderful.com. You opt in. I've got four free ebooks for you there. And just Google and tune into the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. I've got, I don't even know, got close to 300 episodes, really great episodes, really, really great guests. Okay, and tomorrow you're going to tune back in. It's going to be same bat time, same bat channel. And remember that the truth is in the red letters. Ciao. I'm going to find my little thing to shut my camera off.